0: Hello, welcome to ATM, Artist Talk Movies, a podcast interviewing creatives about films that have inspired and or influenced their personal studio work. I'm Hyde Fontenot and I'm here with co-host Aaron Stafford.
1: We're here to talk about contemporary art and the creative impulse with new guests each episode. We're having casual conversations.
0: We don't pretend to be authorities,
1: we're hoping to give you a window into the visionary process of makers. The two utes. The uh, uh,
2: two what? Uh, uh, what was that word?
1: Uh, what word?
2: Two. Did you say utes?
1: Yeah, two utes.
2: What is a ute? Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. Two
1: utes. Ex- hide. Hi, (laughs) Erin. It's been a minute. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it has. It has. I was in a different country last time we recorded.
1: Jesus. And
0: uh, now I'm in frozen Detroit.
1: Wow. But you said it's really pretty, though. It's beautiful
0: from inside of a warm home. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So, do you want to talk about the film where...
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. I can totally talk about the movie. Uh,
0: I'll introduce the artist if you talk about the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a deal. It's a deal. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, this episode is focused on the film My Cousin Vinny, which um, I had never seen. And, Hyde, I think you said that nope. you had never seen this. No, i never seen it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, My Cousin Vinny was a film that came out in 1992. Uh-huh. And it stars Marissa Tomei, which... Yeah. Um, our last guest, um, Kendall Morgan mentioned <laughs> Marissa Tomei and she's going to get sued. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I have so many thoughts about that, but anyway, so Marissa Tomei and Joe Pesci, um, along with, um, several other, uh, the karate
0: kid, the karate kid, with Ralph Macchio, and, right? isn't that and, his name?
1: Yeah. And then, um, The guy that was uh, Rachel's ex-husband from Friends was in it, and I'm like... Hello, like what a random cast choice, but already. And Herman
0: Munster (laughs) plays the judge. I
1: know, I know. One of my favorite characters in this movie. And so um, I actually had no idea what this movie was about, but it's it's basically a comedy um, that involves a sort of legal proceeding um, in sort of a small town in Alabama. And uh, Joe Pesci um, is sort of hired... Um, as the family um, lawyer (laughs) and we'll we'll get more into the details every family needs an attorney right I'm telling you what it's so true in fact you know my mom actually wanted me to be a lawyer um, (laughs) and I think she secretly just was like we need a lawyer in the family Right. Um, so yeah It's helpful. I didn't go that way, but um, yeah. I really enjoyed uh, watching My Cousin Benny. In fact, I probably want to watch it again because it was just, Aww. it was a great little romp. Like, it was fun to watch, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, Tabitha Trolley has um, requested um, a conversation about this. You want to introduce our Oh, next? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. so our guest this week is Tabitha Trolley. Uh, Not of the gummy worm uh, (laughs) fortune, but is a gummy worm fan. So, uh, Tabitha is primarily a clay sculptor, and while her practice is grounded in traditional ceramic processes and functional vessels, it also extends to sculptural mixed media works and installation. Uh, She incorporates a range of found objects, usually chosen and assembled with an intuitive personal sentiment. A lifelong student, Trolley has spent enough years in academia to be a medical medical professional, <laughs> yet has chosen this more virtuous path as an unapologetic, mm. esthete, and self-proclaimed elitist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Trolley earned her MFA from UNT in Denton in 2016 and her BFA from the Tyler School of Art in Temple, at Temple University in Philadelphia in 2012. And she's originally from the Philadelphia Uh, area. Now residing in Dallas, she is often accidentally offending Southerners. She Uh self-describes as the smallest woman in the room who is usually (laughs) speaking the loudest. Uh, She loves to tell stories and make puns. Uh, Her her role models, if we're personality profiling here, her role (laughs) models include Dwayne Dwayne, (laughs) the Rock Johnson, Uh Helmut Newton the photographer, and Mm -hmm. the potters of Burkina Faso um she's very active in the dallas arts community uh, she's a board member of 500x mm-hmm. or she was a board member of fi- uh, 500x 2018-2019 um she's an adjunct lecturer at smu at the meadows school of the arts and she's the ceramics department manager and instructor at the creative arts center of dallas um, she just opened a group show last night at plush gallery mm-hmm. on dragon street um And last summer, she was artist-in-residence at Ceramica Surro, uh, which is a a ceramics factory in Guadalajara, Mexico. And she was there uh, in collaboration with Xavier Carter, Uh, who is on an earlier ATM podcast where we discussed Bringing Out the Dead, the Martin Scorsese film with him. So um, welcome, Tabitha. Are you there?
2: yes yes I'm hi <laughs> hi
0: you've been busy yeah
2: <clears throat> yes yes it feels like uh yeah no rest <laughs> it's, it's, it's ahead. Yeah. well you should have been a doctor if you wanted i, some know. I know i know just saving lives and stuff <laughs> yeah.
1: so tabitha i'm sort of dying to know why you chose this film like what's your relationship to my cousin vinny um, and maybe how it we can kind of get into how it relates to your practice but like what what's your history with this movie
2: yeah like I mean when I was choosing a movie it wasn't I was like I don't know like I guess everything relates to my pra- uh, you know like uh-huh. as an artist uh-huh. and That's like, true. you know yeah. I'll yeah. always tell students that too you know like everything relates. Really, it's everything is research but yeah. uh, but I guess I was thinking like like I'm a you know I'm born in 82 so kind of like came up with like TV like a lot of you know like mm-hmm. TV yeah. where like there would be a lot of repeats on oh yeah uh, like we didn't have like HBO or anything like that but then there would be like weekends sometimes that we would have it I guess like they would do like promotions but um I feel like there would be like these times where they would just repeat these movies and they would kind of like get in your head but ah. um as far as like VHS we only had like three in our house and it was like it was like flash dance um (laughs) dirty dancing buns of steel and then my mom's like um home videos from the 60s so i didn't want to do flash dance Mm. but you that didn't was want to do Buns of Steel? <laughs> buns of Steel seemed a little, you know, just surface. You know, you, couldn't really younger, go there.
0: For our listeners, <laughs> uh, listeners, <laughs> Buns of Steel, as I recall, was a workout video aerobics, right?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. But I only ever saw the cover. I only ever saw. Oh my goodness. Wait. (laughs) The cover was enough. A hot butt. Very hot butt. Very, very hot.
1: I love Buns of Steel because from what I remember, it was for both men and women. And I just (laughs) love that it was sort of like not focused on a particular, specifically for women. But, you know, men want nice asses too.
2: (laughs) I
0: know. I know. Unisex Buns of Steel.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Whatever
0: your gender, just make sure your ass is hard.
2: Exactly. And that, yeah, a motto in my house for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, you know, so am I, well, yeah, my mom is a, a child, you know, she was 20 when she had me. So in 82, she's 20. So she's an 80s, mm-hmm. 80s babe. Yeah. And uh, so I think that also, you know, it's like, there's like certain movies that just like, well, like you said, Aaron, like it kind of like made you feel like. You know, it was like a good little pop, oh, yeah. uh, like and like it's like a fun sort of, uh, it's like they I love their relationship. Um, Marissa Tomei reminds me of like so many of like my mom's friends mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> and then like Joe Pesci's just this little guy who like he's always like kind of beating the odds, but like everybody's yeah. kind of down on him. And like we moved to the country when I was like. Probably in ninety or something. It was eighty nine or ninety or something. We moved to the country. We, we lived like in like northeast Philly. We walked to school and all that. Wow. And then yeah. And then we went. And then it was like, you know, it was like bad. Like there's like needles, and somebody got mm. there was like an assault in our like play tree or whatever. So my mom was like, oh, we gotta move she out the country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we were very out of like our sorts, you know. And so I always felt like that movie where they come in mm. and, and they're all like, oh. ha, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and Marisa Tomei is like, oh yeah, you blend. You blend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, they pull up to this like. Alabama town square and they're both wearing like leather (laughs) animal prints
1: Uh and yeah Yeah. yeah. and And he's like at least I have boots on he's like I got the cowboy prints on right and and she's asking about you know the 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 Chinese food and it's like yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) he's like yeah and he's constantly like like instigating and that's like a totally that's like totally my family oh my goodness yeah
1: yeah, Aww. yeah. I kind of had that experience recently. I visited Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is very touristy. Yes. So, yeah. but it's very small town and quaint, and yeah, you kind of definitely get um, that. You feel like an outsider, you know? <laughs> yeah, In yeah, kind of, like yeah. interesting, funny way. But um, <laughs> and I love wearing black, so I just you know like. And when I went, uh, my boyfriend and I went to this karaoke bar. And it was rough, like I, walk <laughs> in and I feel like the music stopped when we walked yep. in, and I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. man! And it's very yep. honky tonk and that sort of thing. And it's like, yep. oh, well, we've arrived, and now we're sticking out like a sore thumb. And God knows what my boyfriend wants to sing, um, uh, but yeah, exactly. I, I don't, exactly. Think, I don't exactly. think it's country music, so yeah.
2: Yeah, well, and I feel like I admit now maybe I've like just embodied her as mm. an adult because oh. I do feel like that happens all the time. Mm. <laughs> like I walk in and I'm like, uh, I was trying not to attract attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's and then I'm like ah! <laughs>
1: Uh, um, Tabitha, could you give our listeners a brief summary of this movie in case they haven't seen it or if they haven't yeah, watched yeah. it in a while?
2: Yeah, so uh, it's it's uh, Ralph Macchio is the, I guess he's kind of the main character in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's like he's like going from NYU. And, it, and actually, when I rewatched it, you know, because it's been like, However many years, like, like, and you're like, I don't know. What were they doing? Why were they driving? (laughs) So I looked it up and because we were watching it and then, uh, they said that they were going to grad school from NYU to California and it says like textbook 91 or something in the back. And then, then they're, and then they're going through Alabama and they're just like, you know, poor college kids and they stop at a convenience store That's, like, you know, in the middle, like, just, like, on a street with, you know, however many people, 15 people, you know, go in there every day or whatever. And they're, like, you know, already having this stereotype of, like, Alabama being, like.
1: Crazy! Mm-hmm. They're gonna
2: like come down and like you know kill us mm-hmm. like dagos or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then so then uh, they get in the car and they figure out that Ralph Macchio accidentally like pocketed this can of tuna, right. and then his like super paranoid friend, uh, I can't I can't remember. He's he's Jewish. They like yeah. <laughs> he's something. He's like they said Stein. It's <laughs> like something Stein.
1: Uh-huh. And
2: then he's like, oh, what do you mean? They're going to hang us for this. Oh my God. I can't believe it. And finally, then the cops pull him over. They There's this like whole like circumstantial evidence. Mm. And there's this whole like everything in this sort of comedy is really funny, too, because it's that I don't know if it's like an era of it or if you call it situational comedy or whatever. It's not like sitcom, mm. but it's like everything's like based on the wording like like when they go uh-huh. to the police station you know oh, and he's yeah. like I yes. shot the clerk I shot the uh-huh. clerk and then they're yeah. like we got a confession yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it's very Abbott and Costello yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah and like when then when Vinny comes down to the the jail you know, oh my and God. he's like, yes. and the, the friend, he's like, hey man, like, I think we should talk, you know, before we, we wake him up, and he's like, and it's all this like, back and forth, When he's like, are you jerking me off, man? Oh <laughs> and he's God. like, no, um, and he like, right. thinks he's like the bully from the prison, trying to like, sexually assault oh, right. him or something. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so
2: it's just like that situational stuff, but anyway, so yeah, then they get caught by the cops, and it's like, all like, ah, we're gonna, we got, you know, we're gonna hang you guys, and then Ralph Macchio calls up his mom. She says, Oh, typical Bronx lady. She's like, We got, I think we got a, we got a lawyer a in, the, in the family. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then they send down Vinny, who, now we f- we find out you know has had no uh, courtroom experience right. has, yeah. has boot has been doing personal injury.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that scene where he's like asking the guy with the broken neck, he's like in the bar. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about that. And he's like, oh, yeah. you know, it, it was my fault, and he's like, I know. All right, never mind. He's like your property oh, or someone property? else's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like fishing for some new you know club, Yeah, yeah.
2: Class. Uh, yeah, it's kind of this over the top like characters the way Mm -hmm. they make them and it's like i guess it's just like a lot of 90s movies are like that or but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah.
0: and it's and it's that trope too of uh like using the south as uh and everyone from the south Mm -hmm. as the 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 butt of the joke because Mm -hmm. yeah 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 but also, kind of making fun of the people from New York City. True. A, yeah. As yeah. well. Like, everybody's kind of bumbling, but it's very much playing on, like, yeah, the fast talking, like, city.
1: City slicker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep.
0: yeah. Yeah. And the the dolt from the South.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, and I, I guess after I read, like, whatever. Uh, I read, um, this was like <laughs> yesterday, I read Ebert's um, oh. 93 oh review, oh no, and it was like, it was like a two and a half star or something, but he <gasps> <Wow>. said, <laughs> and he said, uh, but he said it was a good uh, movie, like it, it didn't. Demean either the South Uh or, you know what I mean? It wasn't too divided (laughs) or something. And it feels like everybody in the end kind of recognizes that, like, they all just kind of are all, like, kind of wacko in Uh their own way. Yeah, that's true. And, like, can live together. So.
0: Except they're rushing to get out of town.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, except for they're like, I lied to you, so everything was cool. Yeah. Uh, get so... out of town
0: before the check clears, right? right. Exactly.
1: Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally.
0: I want to talk about Joe Pesci's facelift for a minute.
1: Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this a recent? No. No?
0: I, I noticed it in the film, and then I couldn't stop <gasps> noticing it. He had—he basically has pleats yeah, he <laughs> around looks weird. his ear. Like it's every time they show him from the side, it's like a bedsheet has been pulled.
1: Like, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so,
2: and
0: I guess he's wearing a hairpiece too. There's something. Yeah, that,
2: I always thought that. I was
0: disturbing about his look in this film, and you're like, I get it. He's like, you know, he's not leading man material, but. The the <laughs> the facelift didn't work, or it was too close to the time of of uh, shooting, you know.
2: Um, Hyde, I don't think that the uh, science was there. Uh, yet. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it now? Have you seen Madonna? No, I don't know. Oh my gosh, Madonna. I Ooh. no, I would never. My mom always said stuff like about getting a, like, and my mom does not need a facelift, but she would always say stuff like. About, I'm like, no, you're going to just look like you're tucking your skin behind your ears. Right. And, and it's just not a good look. Like, of yeah.
1: anything, get, yeah. like a tummy tuck. So, <laughs> right. I didn't notice right. that, but I'm going to definitely go back and like, I guess I just wasn't looking for it. Once you
0: see it, Shit. you can't unsee it.
1: The thing that I found so jarring, and I think, it's funny, I, was, I had um, Kendall Morgan's uh, critique of Marissa Tomei in my head. yeah me too because i had i had heard that yeah Yeah. and i was like actually i feel like she deserves like at least one more oscar for this movie
2: yeah because (laughs) and
1: i'm like because i again i had no i knew that there was i knew the title and i knew some of the actors but i had no idea what this movie was about yeah and i realized i was like oh Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei are supposed to be in a relationship. And I was like, yeah. Oh, give her another fucking Oscar. Like, yeah. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, no. I no. know it. He's, yes. I think he's 22 or 23 years older than she is. I just looked
2: it up. He was born in 1943.
1: Okay. Shit. He's, yeah, he's so much that, He'd be 50
2: there. He. Oh my God, he'd be like almost 50 wow. there wow. in that movie. Yeah. So that's okay. why he needed a facelift. He was getting on. He it. needed
1: to. I...
0: <laughs> Especially if he's on top and it all hangs on. <laughs> Okay, so I know we're talking about My Cousin Vinny, but I just want to talk mention uh-huh. for a moment Marissa Tomei in the slums of Beverly Hills.
1: Oh, okay. Have
0: you guys seen that film?
1: Uh-uh. No. it's
0: amazing oh my
2: gosh i'm a huge fan of her I natasha
0: leone is the main <gasps> character i
2: love her too and
0: it's it's so smart and it's it's a like a young girl's story about growing up with kind of a con artist father mm. who was always running from debtors mm-hmm. and so oh, they lived in beverly hills say again
2: is it a series or oh no no it's a, a film
0: it's a it's feature a film?
2: film okay okay
0: but um but it's uh sorry um it's so, so Al, I think Alan Arkin plays her father. And so they live in Beverly Hills. They always have a Beverly Hills address, but they're staying mm-hmm. in these like trashed out apartments. And they're like running, bef- packing up and leaving b- before the rent is due. But uh, Natasha yeah. Leone is a teenager and Marissa Tomei plays her older cousin. Mm. And she's, if she didn't somehow deserve the Oscar from my cousin Vinny, she definitely deserves it for Slums of Beverly Hills cuz she's just amazing and you feel her so intensely. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Well,
2: she's she's amazing and then in uh, what was the thing with Mickey Rourke? She was Oh, that's, really right. Good. that's right. That's uh, right. Uh, the
1: Darren Aronofsky film, the, right? The oh. uh the oh, the, wrestler? the wrestler. The wrestler.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, she's a really she is a really great actress and yeah. very talented. I think yeah, and it's not just, like, I mean, it's a little bit like an ego trip. Like, sometimes people tell me I look like her. So oh. Like, that's nice. oh. <laughs> so that's really why you chose So I have, these. like, I've always had a little, you know, crush on her anyway. So but... listeners,
0: yeah. Tabitha's hot,
2: okay? Uh-huh.
0: You can't see her, but. I look like Marissa
2: Tomei in, all, in 1992.
1: <laughs> Marissa Tomei, I will give her so much, and I don't know who deserves the credit for her look in this movie, but it is oh. like Chef's Kiss, amazing. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I yes. love every single outfit. Yes, that she there, there's yes. a
0: breathtaking outfit when she's having a, a dialogue <laughs> with Joe Pesci on a cabin I porch, know, know. and, and yes! She, yes, she she she's wearing this really tight dress, and she turns yeah. around and it's completely back.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, he's so yes. wonderful. Yeah. But
2: the black, I love the one where she's got, they go to get, um, they go to get breakfast oh and she's God. got the white, like, shoulder pads uh-huh. that are, like, really big. Yeah. Like, that is, like, totally, like, my mom's whole, like, wardrobe. Like, up until, like, because uh-huh. then when we moved to the country, it's like the 80s are kind of still in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yes. We moved to the country.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that my mom
2: also was like
1: super fashionable growing up. Like she was a, like yeah, she was a yeah, businesswoman and she was always yeah. wearing heels and pantyhose. Yeah. And I remember telling her as a kid, I was like, "Mom, I want your wardrobe." Like just, so yeah. you know, keep all of it like I want all of it funny thing did she no of course not like it's all (laughs) gone uh but like it looked just like shoulder pads and like embellishments and like sheer things and I was just like I want to look exactly like that so (laughs) yeah
2: or you could also sell so much of it for so much (laughs)
1: like
2: I could have an art career with this Yeah. (laughs) yeah Yeah, but my mom actually would. She did save a lot because, like, so in Pennsylvania, of course, we have basements. Mm -hmm. And she would, it would be, like, in the basement because she really, my mom is, like, not that much anymore. But she's, like, super duper, like, diva, Mm. like, fashion, Mm -hmm. whatever. So I feel like that has always, like, been part of, like, you know, my, like, just having, like, a sense of, like, female sexuality and things Uh... like that, like, in the house and, like. She actually, so she was a exotic dancer. Oh wow! Up into six months in the womb, (gasps) I was.
1: No way! So you are exotic dancer. So I've been
2: on the stage. (laughs) Yes. That's amazing. (laughs) You said six months. Up into six months into her womb. Yeah, yeah. You could totally. She gained twenty pounds. (gasps) Can you imagine? So I have an older (laughs) sister that she breastfed. It was like natural birth, Mm -hmm. no smoking cigarettes, all this stuff. Then they decided to have another kid. And... Mm. Only gained twenty pounds wow. smoking. I, I was know. at formula. Oh, I was yeah. like, what <laughs> wow. How's but, your uh
0: system? I know,
2: I'm like that this is the problem. But no, uh, so anyway, so then she was she was always just this kind of like hot mom, you know. So yeah. there's like I think that this like Marissa Tomei character and like just the way that yeah. like she embodies herself is this she's like so kind confident. of
1: confident. Yeah she's so
2: confident and she's so like you know, I don't have to, like, prove myself to you, and if you want to test me, I will, like, mm-hmm. take yeah, you down. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She's locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have to interrupt and just say, sure. Tabitha, do you think – you can find some childhood pictures of you and your mom. <gasps> yes. looking at, yes. and, and because I was like, I think we need we that need, on our, on our we Instagram do. account. We don't and agree. if yeah. your mom's okay with being exploited <laughs> one more time.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: sure is. <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: She, apl- she apologized to me. Now, you know, she's she's only 60. She's only 20 years older than me. And so yeah. she uh, she said, oh, I'm so sorry for, you know, oh. always saying you can never be too rich or too thin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Lizzo got to her. She's like, oh, she's got to oh, be ew. all like. No, I'm just saying she's like, oh, it's got to be. I got to be more body positive. It was oh. so
1: terrible. I, what I did to my daughters. I think my all, daughters. all parents yep. feel that. Like, I think a lot of parents look back and think, shit, like I. Because I know, like, my mom, I think, regrets all the TV dinners. And I'm like, but we were all eating them. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, really. Yeah. You know, so. And
2: parents are people, too. Totally. You
1: know. Well, I tell parents, and I'm like, you know, uh, all right. And I said, parents of today, well, you know, they think they're doing everything right. And then in 20 years, they'll see the mistakes yeah. that they made. And it, it's a cycle. So embrace yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Totally. absolutely.
0: Mm. Like, I was a child before people used seatbelts. Seat <laughs> yes. like, we were yep. like sitting, uh-huh. like laying up in the back of the oh, car, wow. like in the in the back window. That little. Well, shelf. I'd always be on
2: the hump. I'd be on the hump. Like my yes. sister would be like, I'm. She'd be like, I get shotgun. And my mom would drive a Trans Am. She drove a Trans Am. Oh, a, wow. a red Trans Am. <laughs> And uh, so I'd be like, you know, I want to see everything. So I'd be sitting up there in the middle of the, you know, just like ready to fly through the windshield. So
0: (laughs) you you did not choose my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny chose you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: let's talk about your work some. Uh Because I don't want to forget to do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah.
0: So I saw a sculpture that was partially ceramic and Mm -hmm. it had a paint roller (laughs) incorporated into it
2: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: tell us about that
2: well i uh, well yeah so i've been really i think since i you know was like a little kid or whatever i've always been like you know i'm an artist and i want to be an artist Mm so kind of like that kid who like just has played with everything yeah and and then, of course, you know, you, when you have to write an artist statement, then you can make sense of all that, I guess. Totally. <laughs> like, I would always play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could always play with dirt and everything like that. But I uh, I really didn't come to ceramics until I was 25 or something. Yeah. So I was, like, you know, floundering in, in you know, undergrad a lot, like, but then went to photography and uh, then worked yeah. as a photographer for five years and then, Went back for ceramics, so I have, like, a lot of, like, a desire to yeah. collect. I'm, I'm a hardcore collector. Mm-hmm. My mom also object lover, you know, so uh-huh. just, like, objects everywhere, and... Um, so I had, I love to like, kind of be stimulated by like the form of an object or then there's also like the content, like I'll save things that I've had, you know, like for 30 years Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, Oh, I have this weird box and I just knew I was going to use it (laughs) and I carried it around to 11 different apartments. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But so then that, like, I feel like those are just as important those like found objects as the things that I then create because then also the things I create are often well the forms that are yeah. like uh yeah. sculpt- sculptural forms are often like referential of like a body or a a, a landmass possibly or just just like things that are sort of inherent in in our like uh, mind, or our, our like, kind yeah. of visual visual uh, famili- familiarity, like, mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: it's interesting, as a painter, I know I, you're making me think about these things. I collect images all the time, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like I have to apologize for that, because they're mostly digital or in books, but, like, you as a sculptor working <laughs> within three dimension, it's, it makes yeah. it a little harder to collect things and to move things. Um, yeah. But I think yeah. that we're always like assembling, collecting,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: cataloging, like referring to other things that inspire us.
2: Yeah. Oh, completely. Like, it's and it's it's kind of hilarious, like, the more that people get to know me, and they start to bring me objects. Oh, wow. You oh, know? Yes. <laughs> and if they're right or not. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you like turtles. <laughs> or no, no, just like an art object. Like, here's some um, packaging. Uh, uh. It'll be like packaging foam, like, things like that. So, the, in grad school, there was some call from this Louisville mm-hmm. Electronics storage company and they had so much foam that they wanted to get rid of and I was like oh I'm on it Mm -hmm. so I go you know I I go down there I had a station wagon and I was like well it's foam so we'll just like pack it in there you know like push it in there like the whole the whole thing is just like the whole station wagon is just filled with foam and I think really, I don't know. Now it's been, (laughs) gosh, like six years or so now since then. And I bet I still have like a tenth, maybe like 10% of it, but so many people around the DFW also like that I've like given them foam mm-hmm. or pool yeah. noodles. I had like a really like a lot of pool noodles for a long time and people would be like, "I know Tabitha's got like 40 pool noodle noodles over there. Like I'm going to go borrow them or" you know, like <laughs> so it's like I have this like weird yeah, it's 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 a calling.
1: <laughs> really? Tabitha, do you ever get people bringing you something that you feel like is like you just don't Feel connected to it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what yeah. do you do in those? Because I feel like I've had that happen, and it's really hard for me to tell them that. Um, and this, like, my mom would sometimes do this, she's like, Oh, I found this thing, I thought it would be useful for your work, <laughs> and I uh-huh. want to tell her why, but I can't exactly yeah. explain it because it's an intuitive reaction, right? But yeah, like, yep. oh, Ah, what do you do, you know? Do well. You
2: and yeah. I think clay people uh-huh. get so much of this uh-huh. like oh I found this thing <laughs> and you should use yeah, it yeah. and then they'll even come back and be like did you use it oh my <laughs> like <Yes>. no <laughs> So, yeah, I come back to, like, this. Uh, it depends. It really depends who it is. Like, yeah. like if it's, like, yeah, if it's my yeah. mom, mm-hmm. I'd probably be like, I'll see about it. Right. But I love but, that voice
0: you just did have <laughs> Yeah. Like, the, the unhelpful yet helpful uh-huh. friend.
2: Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, completely. Well, that's what I also tell students when mm-hmm. they come to clay class. I'm like, you are now not employed by your friends and family. Right. Oh. So to make, to make exactly what they want. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. god,
1: that's
2: funny. Yes, as a functional maker cuz I, you know, I make functional work too and yeah. that like I mean it all like informs everything, but mm. and I love that that provides like a ceremonial thing and that provides like, you know, I st- I really do want the the viewer of my sculpture to actually be like a user in a way, mm-hmm. so then yeah. that all like reverberates through the functional stuff, mm-hmm. but um, but then teaching, it's like, there's this whole other, like, psychology you kind of got to get behind It's oh, yeah. like, just because somebody wants you to make a thing doesn't mean you have to make it for them because, like, you're going to have, like, little love in that, and, like, you might as well go do something that, like, you have mm-hmm. little love in and, like, make some money or something mm-hmm. because, like, it's not yes. going to happen here. <laughs> that is <laughs> profound.
0: <laughs> really like and, and why commissions sometimes are very yes difficult totally. because you feel this obligation and it's like yeah it's not um
2: like i could be a corporate American, and be yeah, just as unhappy yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not the place where creative energy comes from totally
2: totally yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um yeah. Can we talk about one of my favorite characters from yes, my Kenny yes. busy, uh, Vinny, which was, my goodness. My goodness. I'm simple. still getting over this fucking cold, so I'm, holy yeah. okay. oh, shit, it's but, okay. um, the judge <laughs> was like, I love oh, oh, yes. that judge, and that judge, um, let me get the name correct here,
0: it's Fred. Fred? Fred Gwynn. Oh, you're talking about the actor? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah Fred, Fred Gwynn. Gwynn. No. Well, the judge's yeah. name is Chamberlain Haller, I think is what – anyway, I didn't yeah. know.
2: Anyway, it's Herman Munster. It's so, Herman yeah. Munster,
1: which is amazing because, of course, the whole time I'm – I feel a familiarity with this uh, judge, and I'm like, what yeah. is it? But he doesn't have makeup on. He doesn't have makeup <laughs> yeah. on. But then in addition, then I realized that, um, the first thing I realized was that he actually reminded me of my grandfather who is from Texas and he's like, he looks like my grandfather. Like it's spooky. And then I, and then I found out that he was the Munster's dad and I was like, oh my God, like this is so interesting that, uh uh-huh. Do
0: do you know that the, the actor, the person, Mm -hmm. um, that he was a published author. Really? And wow. and an amazing illustrator.
1: Really? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. He Gosh. did
0: um, I think children's books. But um, really I, I mean it's almost like painful when someone's mm. so successful in one field mm-hmm. and then it's like they're just knocking it out of the park in another and it's like, that's not fair, yeah. but
2: yeah. Well, he, he died a little while I back know. and I remember like he like reading about him and yeah. and yeah he had a lot of a lot of different kind of avenues I think he yeah went
0: and it was really hard for people to uh, look past the Herman Munster character too it was so yeah. iconic, iconic and eight. so recognizable yeah. that it kind of hobbled him professionally yeah well
2: that's like i think you know what scared film actors in mm-hmm. that time you know to, to go to tv was like death mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. as far as like an art mm-hmm. standpoint mm-hmm. You know? right right so i'm sure yeah but yeah. i loved
1: his like he was such a stickler for the roles and the the sort of um insistence of like proper language and etiquette in the yeah, courtroom. yeah. And i was like this was my grandfather. Like, my grandfather growing up, he hated yeah. it when my sister and I would say, yeah. He would just get on to us about that. Oh. And yep, then he yep. hated it when we would say, like. And I'm like, we're using that all the time. So he was just always yeah. mad at us for using language so um, frivolous friv- Almostly, Frivolously? Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: contemporarily. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and so. Yeah. But he cared. He like cared
2: about Joe Pesci more because like That's you could tell he true. didn't. He didn't like the other lawyer. You remember there was like there's like one point where yeah. I he kind of is like eh like you know screw you mm-hmm, like kind of mm-hmm. with that guy like he and I was like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my he's, god like, he's feeling it with Vinny. Yeah, He yeah. was kind of mentoring. Yeah, he was like true. hey he's like I believe in you. You can do this. I'm just gonna stick it to you and you know tough love.
1: But he was always looking for a way to uh, be critical and, and maybe that was just his sort of demeanor was just always looking for, you know, something yeah. that's a good teacher though, too. He yeah. loves, he yeah. a good teacher.
0: And Joe Pesci was a fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He what, was what fucking a ding up dong.
2: sitting on the table mm-hmm. and like, Yeah.
1: Like, what the hell, dude? I know, but I love uh, the moment when he walks in with that. Um, I don't know how to describe that suit. It
0: was like a tuxedo, <laughs> a tuxedo. tails.
1: Is but, it a bellhop?
2: I was thinking, I it, is it a bellhop? I don't know. It's so like, ridiculous. Whoa. I think
1: it might be a bellhop. <laughs> it's, it feels like it's it's not formal, but it's formal. It's yeah. in a weird, like, well, yeah. And
0: what happens in the film is that his suit that he Purchased for Oh my
1: goodness. Uh, was,
0: was, uh, <laughs> he got it in I got <clears throat> money when the, their car got bogged down uh-huh. in some mud. And uh-huh. then he had to, they had to run into a vintage store and get just yeah. the only thing yeah. that fit was, yeah. <laughs> this kind of circus outfit. That
1: scene when they're he's outside of the car and he's trying to, you know, because they're stuck in the mud and, and then he slips and he falls into the mud. I had a flashback <laughs> to Home Alone when I'm like, I feel like that's directly from home alone i think that
0: yes is he, yes is, he's the he's one of the bird yeah birds oh my god okay. yes yeah he I, does
1: that
2: exact move oh my god oh, yeah. that's like that's yeah i bet he was like
0: he referenced himself
2: because i was like 89 maybe i don't know when home alone was yeah. i think it was around this time it was maybe he's right like after. i got this fall guys i've yeah. been practicing <laughs> yeah
0: right aaron's always a Aaron's always apologizing for not seeing certain films or uh, having a limited film knowledge. And then like I've never seen Home Alone. Oh
1: my god. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I uh, I'll tell you it's a great uh it's Christmas weird. movie. It's
2: weird.
1: But my favorite thing to do during I'm not a big Christmas person, but um when my boyfriend wants to go see some of the house that have the the Christmas lights, I insist oh, yeah. that we play the music. Uh, from Home Alone, the the music when the they're kind of like scoping out the homes to burglarize. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. you must put that music on if we're gonna go look around. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of play Marvin Harry. <laughs> That's great. I know it's so. Much fun. Do you guys
0: wear cat burglar outfits? I know we've
1: got yeah. our you know our gear on. Aaron, which one are you? Are you Joe Pesci? Or oh my goodness, I'm probably. <laughs> I'm probably is it Daniel Stern. Oh, Who's the other one? I don't know the actor's name, but um okay. he's he's I'm probably peshy cuz he's very serious and I think I'm probably more serious. I think Ben is definitely the goofball of the couple. But uh yeah. yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you've got to watch Home Alone. Classic. Yeah,
2: hide. Now I I don't like Christmas and I don't like mm-hmm. you know anything like Disney or anything like that. So, and if I'm telling mm-hmm. you to watch one, I don't think that
0: <laughs> Okay, you I have my orders. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It's pretty good. I wouldn't Yeah, I wouldn't send you into it. We wouldn't
1: yeah. lead you
2: astray. <laughs> Hi.
0: <high>. Trust us. <laughs> this isn't an elaborate gag no. to get me Yeah.
2: Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and nev- next time you see a movie with that guy in it, the other the taller thief, I don't remember what his mm-hmm. name is, yeah. and his face to me permanently looks disfigured the way that they <laughs> yeah. the way that they like they they hit him in the head with like a like an anvil yeah, do, <laughs> like it's like cartoon style like beating up real people is nuts But, yeah,
1: a lot of pain. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Well,
0: I will definitely watch it this season. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, So I was thinking about, like, this message that the movie has at the end, which I wasn't expecting, like, a takeaway um, from this movie. But um, I think a a message was this sort of um, idea that we need to kind of lean on – people around us you know when we're trying to accomplish something bigger than ourselves Uh you know Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about how that kind of relates back to your work tabitha that you've kind of have these collaborative um uh, environments where you've you know invited people to uh to help make art and i was i was just thinking like that's such a great message for so many people because you know, like, Joe Pesci gets so caught up in this, like, it's just got to be me and my success. And, right, like, right. he wouldn't even let um, Marissa Tomei, like, read the law book. And it's just like, let her yeah. read that book. It's fine. Like, she's not doing anything else. Like, she can help. Yeah. You know? Yep. You know, <clears throat> <clears throat> this is
0: making me think about, so I was in Newfoundland this summer at an artist residency. And <clears throat> I was living in this town called Pooch Cove. And there maybe 2,000 people in the town. But you think it's more like 20 people because you never see Mm -hmm. them, you know? (laughs) But I would meet people on the street and Newfoundlanders have this way where they're not... um, they don't say, Hello, my name's Joe Block, and I am uh, I work down at the convenience store. It's like they just kind of launch into like medical history. Oh, what? <laughs> and it happened, you know, I would think, well, that was weird, and then it happened again, and then it happened again. And I was like, oh shit, this is just the way people like, talk. They here. think
2: I'm a physician. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey.
1: Hey. I gotta stop
0: wearing this white
1: coat. wait a minute. <laughs>
0: what i'm getting at is that i i met this guy and he's telling me all this stuff and then like the one thing he asked me he goes uh well first he's telling me like oh he just waves me over out of the blue i'm hiking up the road and he waves me over like oh i have to talk to you about something Mm -hmm. and i go over and he's like my brother he used to ride a bicycle you might have seen him and he's uh, but he had a stroke and now and then my wife's got some problem in her leg and, what? Uh, you know and he he's just telling me all this stuff and i'm like uh-huh uh-huh like what are we getting at and then finally he goes you got a woman and I was th- and yeah he and i said uh do no you,
2: mine? He goes,
0: you got a girlfriend and i was like well no and i was kind of debating like do i tell him i'm queer because I don't know if he can handle it. I don't know if it's going to make him short-circuit. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> but but then I thought about it so often afterwards, and I was like, he's saying... He's basically saying, hey, are you all right? Because... For him, having a woman means that you have support. You have somebody that looks after you, takes care of you. And I think that's the thing with Marissa Tomei. Like, she fucking saves Joe She
1: does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she,
2: she is like this... That's the other... I mean, the other part about her is like, you know, that I feel like I want to relate to is like her... Like, she is so kind of, like, this under-the-radar, you know, like, really expert at some, like, you know, really specific fields. And and very,
0: like, like mm cross-gendered. Like, a woman's not supposed to know anything about a car.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, she, yeah, she can take care of herself, and she can take care of this guy, and she can take care of, you know, and make sure everything's going to work out, you know. Yeah. Maybe sometimes it's not going to be the best. You know what I mean? She's just, like, really pragmatic in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, so I kind of <sighs> like that. And I, I mean, I do think, well, and, like, so what you were saying earlier, Aaron, uh-huh. I, I mean, I am collaborative. Be like from the beginning Mm -hmm. because just like all of my work just being a clay someone who works in clay you you need a community and I Uh was often wood firing um before the pandemic which that really takes um just crews of people like you know six or yeah so people for eight hour shifts for you know 30 hours or something and then (laughs) and then everybody cleans like all this stuff so I'm always like Well, coming from a tradition of learning that way and then always just, like, I just give space to anybody. Like, I never have my own space because I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll share this with you. Mm -hmm. And Uh then, you know, but I feel like somebody did that for me in order for me to get here, so it's like I have to, like, that's the whole, Uh, like, you know, goal of, like, I'm not going to make any money. I'm never going to pay off, like, all the loans (laughs) that I have. (laughs) But it's like if I can spread, like, the clay love and, like, you know. This goes against that
0: kind of suburban ideal about like we have a pool and you have a pool and we have a lawnmower and you have a lawnmower yeah we don't talk to each other we see each other across the fence but like and i feel like that is such a destructive kind of economic model Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like artists like working collaboratively like what you're talking about it's not just that you're sharing resources but you also you're, it's like the work um, the work yeah, the, labor. Like the, the, the labor the l- labor really the Amish barn raising oh, you know like uh-huh. you can't build a barn by yourself you need help
2: yeah 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 but i'm not going to talk about the Amish <sighs> oh
0: yeah because you're from philly well area. we moved to amish
2: we we moved to amish country so then i had to oh, my find gosh. out the real the real That's the real lives job. behind behind the Am- oh well they're terrible and misogynist too oh yeah, yeah. i mean and, and <laughs> fundamentalist right <laughs> yeah they make their kids work for them like you know it's just but yeah yes yeah, so they suck <laughs> Oh my God, you guys! The Amish, but FYI, so they suck. oh my gosh, you guys! I will like every semester I go into, I go into school. I got the diversity statement, and I'm like, oh, I love everybody. would never, you know, all this stuff. And then one thing comes up about the Amish, and I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and then I like, I'm like, Tabitha, get it together, man. What are you doing? I'm like that was a lot of generalizations. I'm really sorry, guys. No, but you, you, know? have <laughs> habit,
1: that you have experiences like you're not just coming from it from like oh I see these people in movies or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have real yeah. world like I
2: <laughs> like they're
1: dicks. <laughs> yeah. good, good cheese, terrible politics. Dicks. Yeah, I love the fruit stand, but come on. I, you know. My only <laughs> knowledge of Amish folks are, like, in movies and TV shows. So, like, I have no... <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Like, my
1: my references are going to be all stereotypes. But I believe you in that they are probably pretty extreme and... and well, um,
2: problematic, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And closed cultures like that are very cultish because uh-huh. it's it's very hard to... They shun the outside world, so you're not allowed to have... Education or exposure to people yeah, that are yeah. of your ilk mm-hmm, or your your group, and then you're super isolated and dependent on oh,
2: them, yeah. and you
0: risk, you know, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, and, and it's like you know, then the kids, it's like, oh, do you want to see your family ever again? Right? Or no. Oh, it's, it's
0: like, like Scientology so, on the, the farm. Hell?
2: Yeah. yeah. But that was, like, I think that is part of where that, like, culture shock really did. Like, Mm. you know, it wasn't just, like, oh, city kid coming to the country. It was, like, what? They got, like... Horses chain, like over here Dang. tied up by the supermarket thing called Farmer Brown's, mm-hmm. and then the milk came in bottles, which wow. I was like, "What?" We had to return them. It was like a six-pack thing, and I thought we went back in time, and like there was like bonnets, <laughs> yeah. a lot of bonnets, oh, wow. and I was like, and some of them mean some of them mean something, some of them mean other, because the Mennonites are different, but yeah. they they drive cars. Well, they drive cars. Yeah. So that, that's the difference. That's the difference <laughs> in my in my kid brain. I was like, they drive cars. That's what that's what they do. Yeah. yeah. And so
1: your mom felt that that was a safer environment to grow up in? Well,
2: not necessarily. My okay. stepdad who, uh, like, lived with uh, uh, me since I was, like, I don't know, five or something, uh-huh. um, he, I think, had worked in, like, that area at some point before yeah. that. Like, he was a truck driver when we lived in Philly, and then – there was like something like I don't actually know what he really did. You know, you know how like you, like, I don't know how you guys feel. Like some parents, I'm just like yeah. I don't know, yeah. you know. <laughs> but something you said about that like like
0: he might be in the
2: mob though. <laughs> oh no, no much boring. One more like dispatching trucks or something. Uh, yeah. cement mixing. There was some like, cement mixing happening. Yeah. but um, he was like, oh, this place up here is like kind of country but like yeah. it was like didn't get like spread like the city hadn't spread out to there yet so there was like one stoplight and oh man you know wow. like the center it was really crazy like they didn't yeah. get a walmart till i went away to college wow. like i don't know Yes. yeah yep. Yeah, so it was I mean, very weird. In some Pretty ways,
1: weird. it sounds idyllic, but then I wouldn't want to live there. I mean, that sounds, you know.
0: Well, you know, yeah. rural areas have their own dangers. Like yeah, yeah. So mm. yes,
2: racism mm-hmm. and all this. Mm-hmm. Like those people. So the first year we lived there, my mom, like we heard something about like someone burning across on a, <gasps> a black family's because there was not, you know, not very many black people and. Sure. I was, like, I, like, asked my mom because I didn't know, like, what that meant yep. or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, oh, uh, like, you know, because she was like, Uh, well, we just really don't want to hang out with those people uh, over there. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. But I was like, why yeah. are they doing that? Like, what? And then it's like just, yeah, just the racism was so crazy. I was like, why do they have southern accents and they're from Pennsylvania? Oh. Right. <laughs> Cause they be like good old boys, and they have like the rebel flag, yeah. like in the back of their pickup right. truck. Yeah, yeah. it
1: cosplay. It was crazy. Okay, crazy. so one thing that I found out about this movie, um, from the trivia, is that the character, the 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 kid Stan Rothenstein, um, yeah, that <laughs> uh, role was actually, I believe, slated for Will Smith. And ah, I was oh. like, whoa, I mean that would have been they would have brought a, a different movie. I mean uh-huh. I was like, wow, I, like I don't think that Will Smith would have been found innocent no no kind of... and you couldn't even pretend it I but, know it's like you know. wow what a different movie that would have it been it does kind of
0: take your breath away to imagine it right oh my goodness. you're just like oh no oh no
1: yeah
2: well, and yeah. it changes it completely because I felt like whatever the Jewish guy like he had mm-hmm. money but like his parents were in the Chilean consulate or whatever he was talking about mm-hmm. like in the Amazon or something on vacation I don't know it uh-huh. felt like he was like he was like affluent in some way huh. right and like, and like Ralph Macchio was like just having a deal with like regular like lower middle right, class guy. right.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh man, but you know, I thought this movie kind of made me really aware of just how kind of scary some of those small town um, places are. Like, like the fact that or just well any
0: it, authority.
1: Yeah, but yep. it's like if you get caught in this predic, like it's a it's a obviously it's fa- it's almost fantastic. I mean, it is fantastical, but like if you are caught in a situation like they still allow like the electric chair in Alabama, like that's a thing. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so medieval. It's scary. You know? And I think they can electrocute like sixteen year olds and it's like, holy shit, you know unless
2: they're pregnant. Yeah. And then Well then they well they wait till the baby, baby yeah. and yeah. then they'll kill them. Like, <laughs> <No. laughs> Gotta say that baby yeah. Finish your gestation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get it out. Yeah. Then you're worth nothing. You are oh. worth it I was
1: wondering, Hyde, like, you grew up in a Louisiana. Did it, like, was it like that for you in Louisiana? Do you feel like it was, like, small town, kind of? Well,
0: you know, like, yeah, just, I, I grew up outside of a town of maybe, like, 300 people.
1: Wow. So, oh, like, we didn't even wow. have neighbors. Wow. Uh,
0: but, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all of our, say, say like, fears and anxieties would come from mm. imagining, urban Out, outside. you know like yeah. have you ever seen the kurt russell film uh, escape from new york uh-uh. which yes is like yes futuristic <laughs> yeah like that's what as a kid growing up in the rural south like that's what i thought new york city
2: was mm-hmm.
0: you know just a total war zone Wow, and you'll be murdered you know and and yeah yeah
2: and like opposite for me, I would see like this crazy like this country movies where I thought like it was really crazy in the country. Uh-huh. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I always yeah. feared like suburbia. I feel like the eighties like real, like the horror films were always in suburbia, and I yeah. and I was I lived like Dallas proper growing up, so I was like, ooh, that those are scary places. So the yeah, birds, this place is scary. The so. burbs are scary. <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for different
0: reasons, but
1: yeah.
0: For, for sure. <laughs> that HOA breathing down your neck.
1: <laughs> I yeah. I,
2: I mean, I was scared in 2013 when I came here. I was like, to Dallas? Wow. yeah Yeah. just driving around everywhere like the weird the way that the houses are all the same oh it is
1: weird like creepy like i don't
2: know like uncanny valley kind
1: of stuff Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: sometimes being in rural uh not rural sorry suburban uh texas makes me think about being on some virtual reality like carousel yeah, where you're yeah. like, oh, an outback steakhouse, a Home Depot. An <laughs> yeah. Outback Steakhouse, a Home Depot. Yeah. A
2: you have to choose one.
1: This will continue unless you go inside. Yeah, like, yeah. What's happening? Here <laughs> yeah. in the Matrix, it's fine. We'll just you know yeah. um yeah. Or maybe
2: it's just, like, it's, like, we're on another planet where that's mm-hmm. just, like, that that's become, f- like, so that we don't have to think about all the other stuff. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> Home Depot. Now Outfit. I'm really scared. <laughs>
0: this is a podcast where we just scare each
1: other I know I'm so scared Um, (laughs) I was I was sort of thinking about driving to um, Alabama and just like noticing just how conservative things were getting like the farther away I got from Dallas the more Trump stuff I saw and like Uh it was like oof like even in like the souvenir shops it's like you know Trump kind of you know things for sale. And I'm like, this is just, Yeah. I'm not comfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yes. it's,
0: it's like the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. Like when you see it, it's like, we're into symbols. We're into coding. Yeah. We understand. It's not like my great love of Trump. It's like, I'm gonna fuck
2: with yeah. you. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, or you know exactly what they think. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: it's, yeah, like, it's yeah. just like yeah. I need you to know I'm an aggressive fuck. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, on the way to East Texas where we would usually fire the wood kiln, um, but the last year oh. it's been you know like whatever hard to do that um yeah. it's it's way in trump it's gun barrel city mm-hmm. oh yeah i've heard of it <laughs> yeah so you go it's only an hour and seven minutes from smu so we used to have where the intermediate class would come uh over the weekend and they would get to yeah. do certain stuff and and mostly you know not do anything <laughs> but like we would do all the work, but, uh, yeah, yeah like the way down there, it's like you get in a Trump country and I just, I always warn any friends uh-huh. or, or students of color, anything I say like you get down here before dark because yeah. it is, it is literally like, there's been so many people who just pulled over, you know, oh, yeah. and nothing happens right. or whatever, but it's like, it's like legitimately like pretty scary mm-hmm. over there. Like just how many Trump signs. And then we were going, we went up to Oklahoma like a couple of weekends ago uh, with a couple friends and uh-huh. it was like, just like, a uh, broken bow, I guess. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was weird because it's like some of it was like okay, and then some of it be like lots of signs, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, we went to a distillery tour, which like I'd never done hmm. before, which uh-huh. was actually really cool. It was a lot like making clay stuff, mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, all right, okay. I can make some Process. whiskey with my with my clay. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was definitely like this guy who was our like le- like tour leader or whatever. He was just yeah. like. He just kept like calling out like these things where like you know he's trying to uh, he's, like uh, we I, we were obviously the f- obvious four liberals in the room. Uh, you know? He's
0: trying to provoke you, yeah.
2: Yeah, and he think and I would like ask questions that he I'm sure he thought I was like you know 21 or something and, uh-huh. and like a snowflake or whatever. Uh, right. And um and it was just funny like by the end like oh and his shirt said rub some dirt on it. Oh. And it had the American flag on the.
1: Uh, <laughs> We're like,
2: okay, we know what's going on. And then at the end, he's just like, so I want to thank everybody, Uh, any, any healthcare workers? Any healthcare mm, workers, any healthcare workers. Yeah. I love healthcare. Any, any, any law officers. Any law, like, on and on Little and on series. and on. Yeah, seriously. And then our friend, he's like, I was about to be like, I got two professors right here. They help people. <laughs> and like, I was like, nah, no, I'm no, glad you didn't no, do that. No. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm a drug addict. I know. Count? I was seriously like, I'm drunk. What's that meant? Like? <laughs> Just like
0: like you're the i'm an instagram influencer uh, yeah yeah i i provide content
1: uh-huh.
0: so. <laughs> oh my god you know i was thinking about the trump signs as like a sort of like a rattlesnake rattle oh, or or like flashing oh, a, yeah, a gang is. sign it is it really is like it is a signal of threat
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I, t- I. Speaking of scary things, back to the movie a little bit.
2: But, um, <laughs> like, I know <laughs> less scary things. Yeah, I know. But, um, we're getting into like real yeah. existential like fear. That's okay. Yeah. That's
1: okay. <laughs> but I don't frothing. know if y'all remember, but Rudy Giuliani referenced my cousin Vinny. <laughs> when, no. Yes. Yeah. So this is this is of course what I what I discovered. He is my like cousin.
2: Oh no! But, um, He's not at that—not as
1: bad as Rudy. Yeah, but he. Um, <laughs> um, when Rudy was trying, so okay, so this is um, a film that like a lot of legal uh, scholars and lawyers like you, like they say that it's like pretty, like. Um, it's a pretty. Solid. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a good example oh, of like how the it's accurate. Yes, very accurate. In fact, I think oh. they like cite examples... This is I think this is true, but I, I I've heard that they cite examples from no. this movie in law school. So like. <laughs>
0: So we've basically been to we've law We've
1: basically school. been to law I know, yeah. I mean, I'm already signed up to take the bar. I don't know how many times I'm going to need to It'll take it. It'll
2: take six years. At least six years, yeah. So. Are
0: we going to open up the firm of uh, Trolley Stafford Fontenot? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal You can come injury. here. Personal injury. Emotional early. injury lawyers. Yeah. Self-harm trauma. So,
1: <laughs> Frank, I've, I've traumatized myself. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah. so um, Rudy Giuliani brought up this movie in some PR kind of like <laughs> situation where he was uh, talking about the the scene where Joe Pesci is sort of measuring the distance between the witness and himself and holding up. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, I, saw I forget mm-hmm. exactly like what his point was and all of that. But I was like, oh, my God, why? Why Rudy? <laughs> like, why is he ruining? a great like now i feel like it's like slightly tainted because it's like this like i can't not think about it i know
2: i'm so disappointed it's now. so
1: disappointing <laughs> but he is a lawyer and a lot of lawyers really like this movie so it's not surprising but yeah, it's in our it's that's uh, probably on the Wikipedia page of this movie, I'm sure. So. It's probably
2: just Rudy Giuliani being like, "Okay, here's a witness that says they saw me getting my yeah. rocks off I think he was I'm going to walk this far away."
1: Fucking... <laughs> it wasn't me. Was it wasn't me. <laughs> Lot of rambling that he of course and so like yes. <laughs> like I listened to yes. it and I was like I yes. don't think this makes actually a lot of sense but he thought it was an appropriate reference um and I thought oh shit you know Rudy Giuliani is such a crazoid out there you know uh. No, no. <laughs> well,
2: I'm glad I didn't think of him. Oh, I'm sorry. Ruined the... it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He can be inspired by great things.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I did love in this movie that I found out that um a lot of they like there were um, happy accidents that happened that they sort of embraced in this in the the filming. Do y'all know oh, about yeah. some of like the like the um, that really brilliant scene where Joe Pesci is in the judge's office and he accidentally brushes against his uh, chess like setup and that he was playing. Oh, oh, oh. Like, do y'all remember that scene? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So like that wasn't supposed to be in the movie. That was an accident that they decided to leave in because they thought it was like kind of this perfect you know foil for yeah. his character and this happens like several other times where right? it's almost like these little perfect happy accidents that they kept and i just thought that was really great so,
0: so joe pesci um bumps yeah. into the the
1: judge no 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 it's an, into his chest uh what do you call it oh his chest the G- oh, chest board. board not his chest. chest not his chest chest, chest,
0: board. <laughs> chest board
2: sorry I'm... <laughs> He like had his feet up like, on the desk. Wait, Sorry. Is this is
0: cue the no. uh, porn music. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, pardon me, guys. <laughs> he's he's like, did I just rub your chest?
2: Well, his head would be up to like his nipples. Oh my goodness! He's so short. Perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, uh, there's a wall. There. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, he knocks over his chessboard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so yeah, yeah,
1: so that wasn't actually supposed to be in the movie. And I was thinking about your work, Tabitha, and like maybe through your process of making your sculptures and your work, like you might also embrace those moments. I don't know if that's correct. Oh yeah
2: yeah yeah oh yeah completely I think that also well specifically working with a medium like clay Mm -hmm. you really have to embrace uh, a lot of things that um, yeah yeah yeah. and um a lot of I, I guess I think I am not necessarily like a skeptical person but i am really <laughs> mm-hmm. realistic mm-hmm. because i think you know clay like i tell everybody like she is a fickle fickle mm-hmm. mistress
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and it's like you gotta change what's in your mind's eye a lot yeah. Yeah. um and so sometimes that does mean embracing like I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to just like leave things all cracked open and like poor craftsmanship because that's also like, I talk a lot of shit Mm -hmm. so I can't be like putting, putting out this bad (laughs) stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I think I do, I embrace the opportunity to let the work like be intuitive. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes that is like with um, with the, the more, the making the process of, of finishing it, or it could be like with the using of, um, Uh the work with the user. So, Uh um, so yeah, that really is something that I, I like, I really like to strive for that sort of thing. Like if I have, if I get to have a space, Mm -hmm. um, that like where there's a show, I always want it to be less of just like, Oh, I'm viewing things. Around a room, mm-hmm. but more that like it's a full-on interaction mm-hmm. of like the yeah, just like everything is engulfing the 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 viewer.
1: Yeah, I think it's important yeah. that yeah. artists are existing in a in an environment that's sort of like a safe place to make mistakes, and so uh-huh. like and I think yeah. film also probably operates in that way. Although, like I see film today, and it's so polished, and it's so t- yeah. it's so <laughs> yeah. tight, yeah. and it's like i really well the
0: stakes are so high because it's so expensive to make yes yeah so a yes. lot of times it's not a very creative you're environment right. because they're on a schedule mm-hmm. and it's like if they lose a day they lose like tens oh of thousands hundreds of thousands yeah. you know yeah but
2: i think what you're responding to too though uh-huh. aaron is like like with the last movie that you all had uh the hunger yeah. Oh, yeah right and like Just, like, movies that, of a certain time period Mm -hmm. when, you know, it's not like, oh, it's just the beginning of filmmaking, but it's, like, at a time where people are becoming, like, experimental Mm -hmm. and, like, artistic and whatever. I think that there was a lot more room for those kinds of happy accident, like, the, the, you know, knocking over the chessboard or having, like, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. an authentic moment, Mm -hmm. like, of comedy, Mm -hmm. which, like, not to say that's not now but it's like we're so used to I was thinking about this the other day we're so used to hearing people speak in a uh, non-formal way that I think Mm -hmm. when we go back and listen to like even like past presidential speeches of FDR and shit like that right you hear think about like then listening to Bill Clinton even or whatever Um. the way that we change our language and stuff and make people feel um more conversational Uh more comfortable Uh but it yeah yeah, but it takes away that sort of like formality that used to be
1: there i don't know i don't know what i'm saying no you're right no (laughs) No,
0: it is it is language is evolving and tone is different from era to era yeah
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, but... there's something about um, like loosening up a little bit that I think as, as an artist, you know, I think it's important to feel comfortable in your own skin. And this movie really feels comfortable, like it doesn't feel like it's, um, it doesn't feel like it's actually trying too hard, but it's so entertaining
2: like yeah yeah like their relationship too like oh i like you said like she would be like would she be girlfriend
1: uh-huh, his girlfriend or whatever yeah.
2: but it's like they have a really sweet relationship where it's like
1: there isn't like yeah. It's also kind of know, he's kind of a jerk though. I mean he's a dick mm, totally. Yeah. yeah,
0: that makes it make more sense. Uh, to
1: okay, me. yeah.
2: But <laughs> she likes it. She I I view that because like I've always been the like dude bro girl. Mm-hmm. Like I hang out with like all the guys mm-hmm. and like they they make fun of you and if you can't handle it like then you don't want to hang out. Like it's fine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's like if you can hang then like you're going to be able to laugh at yourself and whatever. So I feel like that, Mm -hmm. like that's sort of like a Northeast kind Mm -hmm. of thing where it's this like banter and sort of like, Uh like, so it's kind of cute. I think a little bit Uh, when he like instigates her and Mm -hmm. then, you know, so like, but some of it is, yeah, like noticed. Shut the hell up, there was
1: yeah. <laughs> Okay, do y'all remember that scene where um, the faucet is dripping? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like that on, I kind of rewatched some scenes because it had been a little while since um, I first watched this. And so um, I noticed that that little, it starts kind of out as a fight and then they started to get kind of... You know, um, playful like and flirty with each other. And that uh-huh. scene almost mirrors when Marissa Tomei is on the stand and he's kind of like, yes, needling. Yes. <laughs> Yep. And at first, she's, like, so pissed. She's like, fuck off. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to help mm-hmm. you. And then, yeah. and then they start to get all flirty again. And I'm like, oh, totally. it's there. Yep. That's their little love language. That's how they uh-huh. get connected. Even though I still, the whole time, I was like, I just, Marissa Tomei and Joe Pesci, I, it's, I was struggling
2: Well yeah, it's same with like casino. Like Uh come on now. Uh Like you know, you got Sharon Stone and and, and who who is Sharon Stone with? Uh De Niro is it De Niro? Okay, yeah. yeah. He's really old though, like I don't know, it's just like Oh, any well yeah but it's like it wouldn't be but it's money but I think Marissa Tomei's character in this is like you can see her like loyalty Mm -hmm. and like how she is this like caretaker and she really feels she's worried about like the little Gambino Mm -hmm. like she's like ah like you're gonna get your fucking cousin killed dude Yeah, right. and like she's also like really like she is that kind of like yeah go ahead like test me test Uh me and then she Uh gets and then she does get flirty with him (laughs) so I feel like Is that like that's the way their relationship goes, and they wouldn't have been together all this time, Mm -hmm. like because she's like you know the whole the baby thing. uh, Her biological.
1: Her biological. My
2: goodness. That's when she's in the the dress with the backless. Oh my gosh. That
1: scene, and then the. The way that she ended it was like, you know, well, I guess it wasn't a good time. (laughs) She's so cute. Sometimes it is about like, I think sometimes it's important with any friend or relative or partner, it's like, bring up your concerns that you have, but like, Timing is important. Oh. You know. Yeah. Yes. Like sometimes yes. my boyfriend yes. will t- well like he'll wanna have a discussion about needs that he has, but it's like right before yeah. we're about to eat and I'm like, well, I'm not hungry anymore <laughs> now. I'm like, God damn it. Uh-huh. Like now we have to have a yeah. serious talk and so I, I feel like but for comedy it's hilarious, you know, to sort of see yeah. him get so, you know <laughs> he's got all this weight on him. And then, of course, yeah. he has all the weight because he's not getting, he's not allowing her to help him, you know? Yeah, yeah. and, like,
2: ultimately, it shows that, like, yeah, she is the, the, the big, the big, big strong one, yeah. you know? Yeah. She's, yeah.
1: You know, for all the movies out there now that are sort of trying this, like, new feminist messaging on, like, they're like, we're pro-women and we're, you know, feminists, but, like... This was sort of a feminist movie in a way that wasn't trying to be feminist. I felt like it was just like yes. it was just just a story that um, you know embraced the possibilities of women being smart and intelligent, yeah. and it didn't have to be like a messaging kind of branding almost, you know. So I mm-hmm. but she's that. the ringer. She's she like is. without her yeah. that movie. It doesn't
2: have a hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he probably wouldn't even got past the bar if it wasn't for her. Was first. Right. You're probably right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. needed her.
2: Yeah. He needed her. He yeah. I really love this
1: wow. movie, Tabitha. Like, oh, it's definitely dead. like one, like now one of my favorite movies. I was not expecting it. I had no idea. And Joe Pesci, like, I guess I thought he was, like, mostly in, like, gangster movies or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, some, you know. And then my favorite part of any movie like this is when they finally say the name of the movie. They're like, oh, My Cousin V. I'm like, that's the name of the movie. I love that. Yeah, that's so good. It tickled me in ways that I hadn't been tickled before. And, you know, I thought it was really... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Good, good. You falling yeah. no, I'm falling
1: in love with Marissa Tomei. Falling in it's love her, with
2: Marissa Tomei It's
0: her, yeah. Pesci. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's for her real. too.
2: And like, why isn't Ralph Macchio like, dude, that chick is hot? Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> like, <laughs> he never talks
2: about it. He'd be like, Vinny, you should listen to her. Like,
1: yeah. Shoot, shoot. Yeah,
2: she's a smart lady. <laughs> yeah.
0: She yeah, she's cookies. from another universe like she oh yeah she's
2: been like <laughs> she taking care the of the scale. block in the bronx since she was like 11 yeah. and you know yeah. like bringing down the food and you know she's 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 working in the shop mm-hmm. working in, yeah. in the mechanic shop dealing with her brothers oh
1: she's right, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a gal yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> gosh well um tabitha thank you mm-hmm. for being a guest
2: thank you so much for having yeah. me that yeah great yeah i hope to see you guys around sometime definitely you know, yeah Aaron's i'm in town Dallas. i'm in
1: town for sure yeah i need to come out yeah. of my shell more often i feel like i've been you know in still quarantine mode sometimes so um yeah.
2: that's okay man. i have i have major social anxiety that's why i'm why? just loud i just like yell man things.
1: i went okay <laughs> i went to a Friendsgiving last night and i was like i suck at this like i'm just so <laughs> embarrassing uh, yep. yeah
0: but well you're both really good on this podcast I'm just thank you
1: thanks so sweet for real though well
2: great well i hope we can yeah. get together like in real life <gasps> heck <sometime.
0: yes>.
1: yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah,
0: yes. yeah. Maybe the key is focused conversation. It's not small talk. It's like yeah, yeah. you're talking about something you care That's about. So yeah. That's so true. Because small yeah. talk fucking yeah. sucks oh, it's the life yeah. out of person. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And, yeah.
2: I like that you guys do this though, and you have this kind of like entry into mm. conversation. And yeah. like, like I was kind of getting like all like into like, oh, it's gotta mean so oh, much, no. like the movie, you know. Yeah. But then I was just like, ah, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna make. <laughs> Like, you know, a list yeah. of, like, these and just be like, ah, I think this would be the funnest one to talk oh, about. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're yeah. not frivolous people. Yeah. So, like, so <laughs> yeah. many things have meaning in what yes. our work is. And so we can talk about something silly mm-hmm. and still bring meaning to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. as yeah. artists, mm-hmm. as thinkers, yeah. Totally, totally. And yeah. I will
1: yeah. forever now use the word youth uh, <laughs> 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 The two utes. The two utes to describe. Yes the youth
2: <laughs> yes and when you hear others you will not be able to take them seriously <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, um Hyde, i know we All have right. a new guest um and we're i know that you've you're friends with them out in detroit yeah
0: i'm i'm actually going to minneapolis next oh, okay. week where i think we're gonna do a podcast with artist miranda brandon okay uh and we're going to discuss uh the never ending story <gasps> okay so
1: have you seen this hi i
0: i had not watched it but i did watch oh. it um in preparation for. oh
1: this. okay so i need to watch um, yeah. but
0: i but i need to watch it again yeah.
1: okay yeah i haven't seen it since i was a little kid uh, yeah but where i think it sounds like we're about the same age um yeah. i'm sure you've seen the never ending story
2: oh yeah. yes definitely but. Over and over.
1: I yes. can. I'll <laughs> tell you. I can only remember just snippets, and I think I remember that there were some really like trauma. Like there's some traumatizing scenes as a child to watch. Uh-huh. So I'm. Oh yeah. Interested yeah. in like revisiting some. Childhood traumatic movie watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great.
2: And my, well, I think that. So when I thought about it too, as an adult, I was like, I feel like it was just because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, right. it was like that. It was like dark yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you
0: guys remember the Child Catcher from yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh God, yes. yes. Like, oh. I, there's yeah. nothing scarier than that to me <laughs> when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. yeah.
2: But now I think that'd be great child
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we should all dress as the child. Cat yeah, next terrible. Time we hang out. Yeah,
2: terrible adults. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, I, I have, but one thing on Never Ending Story, yeah. I have uh had a dog. Uh, that looks just <gasps> my like My dog Falcor. looks just like... Yes, yes! like he, when he sits down and
1: his little beard uh-huh. is in front, it's so cute. I know, my, my pooch looks a little bit like that and
0: I adore it, so, like yeah. Like mm-hmm. Well, uh, I want to tell our listeners to go to, if you're in Dallas, go to Plush Gallery yeah. to see Tabitha's work in the group show. And uh, do you know how, when that show closes...
2: Um, I think it's about a month. Okay. Oh, something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Cool.
1: Cool. Thanks for being on our podcast, Tabitha. Yes.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. Looking forward to meeting you in real life. Yes. Absolutely. All righty. All right. All right. (laughs)
1: Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.